today's show. Let's go, baby. Doncic drops a 60 point, 21 rebound, 10 assists, triple double. Insane, historic numbers. We'll talk about it and the win that came with it all on today's Lockdown Mavericks. I'm Luka Doncic and this is Lockdown Mavericks. Believe you shouldn't be here. Let's go, baby. Welcome, you are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Engstead, media member and NBA channel manager for the Locked On Podcast Network. Letting it ride. Thanks for making Locked On Mavs your first listen each and every day in every post game. Remember, Locked On Mavs is free and available on all podcast platforms, including YouTube, where we just hit 20,000 subs tonight. 20? 20? We could literally sell out the AAC. Best way you can help us grow the show. Best way you can help us grow the show is comment anything below. Let us know what's the most incredible part of Luca's historic game tonight. Let us know in the comment section as we just let it ride. Joining me, as always, my co-host, writer, contributor at Mavs.com, the 60-point person, the one more thinking. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? I'm currently debating, should I light this cigar in my house? <laughs> Where are the smoke detectors? <laughs> Do I want a divorce right now? <laughs> um, <laughs> what a night. This this night went from... Oh, what a night. This night went from, you've got to be freaking kidding me, Quentin Grimes... He's going to ruin my whole night to a literal all-timer in American Airlines Center. Just (laughs) an all-timer. The most points ever scored in the American Airlines Arena. (laughs) That's true. More than any stars player either. So many things. (laughs) Is that the most points ever scored by anybody in the American Airlines Arena in any sport, in anything, right? Like You have to think about all the other things that have been played there. On today's show, we'll get into Luca's incredible, insane night. But the win that went with it, Mavs went 126 to 121. That uh, that may have been even crazier because the Mavs were down by nine with 27 seconds left in the game. And they come back and force overtime on one of the wildest shots you'll see to force overtime. And then they get the win. Uh, but it wouldn't be it wouldn't be a Luka Doncic night if we didn't. No, we. Uh, You're struggling. I'm, I'm struggling to put my thoughts together. I don't have the Doncic dance on my. I have to I have to grab it real quick. Oh my gosh! What what was the most insane part of Luca's game? His sixty point game. Oh, I mean, it's the it's the putback. It's you know it's <laughs> in a spot like that that one they put Javel in. I'm like, all right, we're going all all for this here. <laughs> oh, they uh, sub somebody in. For a rebound that hadn't played all game? Oh my gosh, what a flashback. That's a throwback. 
Um, and then, you know, it's just one of those all time just crazy plays of he misses it perfect. And, you know, when you miss a shot like that, you want it to, you know, a lot of people just miss the rim or, you know, it's a violation if you miss the rim, but misses it great, bounces around. And like, there's a screenshot of like two Knicks players grabbing the ball and somehow bounces around. And, you know, JaVale had a hand in that play too, a little bit. And it's Luca magic, man. Like, there's nothing else to explain. He hits it and he gets up and does this. I thought in the moment that he <laughs> was complaining to the ref. And then we're sitting in the, you know, the presser afterwards and Matt, one of the videographers for the Mavs shows us, you know, this footage of that he got. And it's like, I'm like, oh, he's like celebrating. So Luca hits the putback, right? Like you said, the game is now tied. Luca gets up. He falls down because he thought he got fouled. He gets up and he does this sort of like he gets in a defensive <laughs> stance and he's doing like happy feet, like, you know, the back and forth with his feet. And then he's got his yeah. hands doing like rapid jazz hands to either side. He's like going back and forth like this. It's the funniest thing that you'll see. He's like so elated. And we're like, and I told you even, I said, I think it's three things. I think it's all three things combined. I think he was happy he hit the shot. He wanted a foul. And he was also getting back on defense like all at, this, all at the same time. He was just like trying to control all of his emotions in one. It was none of those things. <laughs> Not, none of the above. Because after the game, he's asked about the dance, and he literally says, he said, I've been asked about it a lot in the locker room and everything. Post game, he goes, I thought we won. <laughs> Luca thought they won in the moment. <laughs> oh, man. And then, then all of a sudden, he realizes, oh, I have to play overtime now. <laughs> I have to play overtime yeah. and go ahead and do that. An incredible night. That that moment, I think, is probably the biggest one. We posted on our YouTube shorts. I was, uh, I had almost left. I was about to leave the. I was about to leave and go to the the media you room. Quitter! <laughs> I didn't believe I shouldn't be here. I was about to to go to the media room early because I thought you know the game was over and then if you get there early then you don't you can beat the crowd and all that kind of stuff. And then I saw them hit, hit like another shot and so then I sat down like lower like near courtside. Don't tell anybody. Is that your no, well, it's a funny story for us because I left the press box a little early and I got down to the lower tunnel. And I, I, I kind of did the same thing you did. So I walked out in this other one of the other tunnels courtside a little bit and was watching the end of the game. And I look over and your courtside, the opposite of the <laughs> court. I'm like, what the crap? Nick and I both had the same. And then we just enjoyed overtime that way. And it was incredible. And be, the reason why is because NBA teams were 0 and 13,884 in the last 20 seasons when trailing by nine points with 35 or less seconds left. The Mavs were down by nine with 27 seconds left. Teams had never won that in 13,884 tries. The Mavericks were the first team ever in the last 20 years to do this, according to Elias Sports Bureau. Or, no, that's ESPN Stats and Info. Uh, that's insane. That's why we thought it was done. That's why we didn't believe and we shouldn't be here, but. I have learned, and now I don't know if I can ever doubt again, but it's... The guy can just, he's 23. He's about to turn 24 in about a week or so. And you're just like, 
What can't he do? He goes off for 60. He has 21 rebounds. That's a career high for him as well. In the fourth quarter in overtime, listen to this. This is like a really like awesome game that not many NBA players in their life will ever do. Fourth quarter in overtime in this game. Luka Doncic, 25 points, 12 rebounds, 4 assists, a block, and a steal in 17 minutes. Was dumb. In just the fourth quarter in overtime. And he was a plus 17 when uh, the Mavs were a plus 17 when he was on the floor in that, in has that a, stretch. Has Alonjo Trier ever did that in a game? <laughs> I would have to say I don't think so. Luca also said after the game that he's never scored 60 in his life before in a game. Not even like, you know, obviously not at Real Madrid, but even before that, like when he was a kid, he didn't think he ever scored 60 in a game. <laughs> are you ready? Just, are, are you ready for all the milestones? I got them all listed here. <laughs> Luka Doncic, 60 points tonight. Career high in points and rebounds. Mavs franchise record. Dirk had 53 back in 2004. The most 50-point games for a Maverick now. The first 60-point, 21-rebound, 10-assist game in NBA history. The second 60-point triple-double in NBA history. Harden had one in 2018. Uh, and Harden's the only other player with 60 points and 10 assists. Like, take out the rebounds. It's 60 points and 10 assists. Sixth player with six or more 40-point triple-doubles <laughs> with Luka, Oscar, Harden, Westbrook, LeBron, and Wilt. It's Ooh. just the 79th 60-point game in NBA history. That's a, that's a lot more than I actually thought it was going to be, but there's only been 79 that have ever been done. It's the 33rd time that there's been a 60-point 21-rebound game. But it's only been done by five players. Wilt has 28 of those. <laughs> Shaq has one. Mike has one. <laughs> Baylor has two. Now Luca has one. Um, that is insane for him to put up those numbers. Coming up, we'll talk about how he got it done. How did Luka Doncic pull off this incredible feat? We talk about why it's amazing. We talk about how he got it done. Coming up, but before we do, let me tell you about Prize Picks. I hope you took the over on Luka Doncic points <laughs> in this Prize Picks game tonight, uh, and took the under on Brunson because Brunson ended up not playing in this one. Uh, but you can go to Prize Picks, pick two to five players. They're over under on their projections. For example, you got the Bucks versus the um, the Bulls. Isaac Giannis thirty one and a half over under against the Bulls. Over. Give me the over on that. DeRozan twenty four and a half over under. Over. Your boy Vucevic that was tweeting about Luca tonight over under fifteen and a half points. Under. <laughs> you put you put all three of those together. You combine them. I put down 20 bucks. I will win 40, 45 bucks. If I put down 100 bucks, I'll win 225 bucks just on prize picks. You can also add a whole bunch of multipliers and do things. You can win up to like 45 times the amount. So go check it out. You can also get a uh, 100% deposit match up to $100. Promo code locked on. Again, that's 100% deposit match up to $100 with the promo code locked on. Prizepicks.com. Promo code locked on. All right, Isaac Harris, thanks for making Lockdown Apps your first listen every day. Make your next listen, Lockdown Sports Today. Incredible show, breaking down all the biggest things in sports on YouTube, wherever you get your podcasts. All right, let's get into why and how Luka Doncic was able to pull this off. Because one of your favorite stats that you've been tracking all year about Luka specifically and the Mavericks winning and losing games is what? Three-point shot attempts by Luka. Um, we sh- I should have the stat handy by now, but... Uh, when you look at the stats of him shooting over nine threes and under nine threes in a game, uh, there's been a few exceptions to that, but there's um, some decent data or data, however you want to say it, 
of when he attempts under nine threes uh, and the wins that culminate sometimes. Mavs are have- two and two and five when he takes over t- over nine threes a game in a game this season. Two and five. Yeah, and our whole my whole thought on it is just like, hey, when he's taking you know more than you know ten or more threes at a game, then it means he's settling, and it means that he's not getting into the paint, and he could get into the paint no matter who's playing. And tonight he put up sixty points. He only hit two threes in a game. <laughs> only only, t- only two, took six of them. He only took six, and he only hit two threes in a game. Like, if you want to look up stuff, I mean, you know, you think about all those. Like, you think about some of these other sixty-point games. I mean, I don't have them in front of me, but I'm assuming that they hit more than two threes <laughs> in these games. Um, and it's just, it it didn't feel like a 60-point game early there, on. He's, there was like 30 of them where there weren't any threes. Like, threes didn't exist. By that oh, point. Yeah. But only, like, well, um, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Only 11 players that have had 60-point games have made two or less, th- made less than two threes. Yeah, scoring sixty points like it's, it, it it's was hard. just so easy. It was just so easy for him to score early on, and then you know obviously overtime helped him get to sixty. But some of those stuff, I mean, some of the stuff he was doing, especially you know, I mean the the fadeaway on Randall. I mean, he has to be gassed at that point. He played forty seven minutes and he almost played a full game. So second half, how many minutes he played in the second half? In just specifically the second half, he played. 24 minutes but then you add overtime to that he played another five minutes so he literally played ever i mean with the exception of like four seconds yeah literally four seconds because he played 20 23 minutes and 56 seconds (laughs) in the second half he literally sit out the last four seconds of the third quarter and he played all of overtime i mean he was otherworldly tonight absolutely incredible and you know what it was luca said this after the game and it was like so simple, but it's so true. The Knicks didn't double team him. How many times, how many games this season have we been like, well, Luca was doubled every single time this in this game, and so he had to pass the ball, and we had to see if Christian Wood or Tim Hardaway or Dinwiddie could or Bullock could get it done outside of Luca. And sometimes they do, and sometimes they don't. Well, in this game, the Knicks were like, you know, we're just not going to double Luca, and Luca knew that that was going to be their plan. He said the Knicks aren't weren't going to double me. They weren't going to send a double. They're going to have just Grimes or the sw- they're allow the switch for Randall, the switch with McBride, the switch with, you know, uh, Barrett for like a minute, <laughs> the switch with, uh, you know, anybody else. And Luca was able to just take him on one on one. It was just screen and roll and screen and pop, and it was just Luca taking on these one on one assignments. And sometimes help would come over. Like they're not doubling immediately after the screen, but they would come over and help. And Luca's still hitting shots over two, three players sometimes in this game because no one could guard him. He's he's bigger or faster than every single player on the the Knicks that played in this game, right? Like he could hit shots. Oh, how many shots did he hit over Emmanuel quickly? Like he that guy played 50 yeah. minutes in this game and he's got to be he's got to be like uh, uh why are you picking on me? Like why, why are you picking on me so much? Uh uh McBride the hey. same thing. He's kind of a smaller guy. He was hitting shots over him. Quentin Grimes couldn't stick with him even strength wise. Like Randall wasn't quick enough even to stay in front of Luca. It's just, it's just all over the place when he got a mismatch when they didn't double him. He took advantage of it. Yeah, and, and this is we've talked about the game plans that teams go up against Dallas. You know, it's if we want to be as simple as we can about it, it's one of two things. You're either gonna try to take out Luca and dare the other guys to beat you, or do you, you know, do the opposite. And it's like this is 
This is the the extreme of the opposite. And before we say, hey, it didn't work, I mean, Luca had 50 points and you know, near the end of regulation and the Knicks almost won this game. So, yeah. you know, Tibbs is looking at it saying, all right, we'll give you 50. <laughs> as crazy as that is, like, if you get 50, you get 50. And they almost won the dang game. So <laughs> it's pretty wild when you think about it that way. Like, the, the thing that no one's going to talk about t- the next day is the efficiency in which he did it on. Yeah. Like, he only, I know, I know, like, it sounds weird saying he only took 31 shots, <laughs> but he only took 31 shots. And like we already said, he only took six threes. He was 16 of 22 from the, from the free throw line, but he was 21 of 31 from the field. He shot 67, 68% from the field in a game that he had 60 points. Like, that is absolutely insane. On top of it, I mean, players, this is the first thing my wife said to me when I called her on the way home. She goes, a lot of players have had 60 points before, but how did he get 20-something rebounds? And I was like, <laughs> well, well, honey, that's Luka Doncic, you know? Like, that's just insane. insane. He got a bunch of offensive rebounds, too, that were so crucial. He had five offensive rebounds. The Mavericks only had seven as a team, but they were so crucial for him to get those rebounds. Uh even the putback, the putback shot that he hit to force overtime was was an offensive rebound that he got. Uh, and one of the reasons why I was going to come on this show and be like bemoaning about how the Mavericks, you, you don't care about rebounding, but we do care about offensive Stop rebounds. Stop it. I, 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 <laughs> I don't even care about defending anymore. I've never said that I don't care about rebounding. <laughs> rebounding matters. It is just not the end all wow. tell all wow. stat. <laughs> <laughs> People just don't want to hear that part, but. Breaking news. Isaac Harris, Locked on Maps podcast host, (laughs) says rebounding matters in a basketball game. This is contrary to popular belief that has been known about Isaac before. It matters. The breaking of his story. It just doesn't. Sometimes people use that as like the main crutch of, well, look how many rebounds they gave up. It's like, they win so many games. But I was going to come on this show and be like, the Knicks in a two-minute stretch in the fourth quarter, got five offensive rebounds. And they went from, like, the Mavs were up, were down by four to down by nine, right? Like, and it, it just was the, it just was that. They kept getting extra opportunities. And so, for Luka to get rebounds the way that he did, he's the best rebounder on the team. Yeah. Yeah, like, he is. And so, for him to get the, those opportunities, have the nose for the ball like he did, and some of it – is by design. There, there, some of them are Westbrook rebounds where they want him to get the ball and have the mm-hmm. and be the guy that gets the ball to bring bring the ball Take up. Off. But yeah. he he has that just knows for the ball at times, knows where to be. He's kind of sometimes in those areas like the mid range where the where the rebound's going to kind of carry him out to right if somebody takes a three. But yeah, the twenty one rebounds is super super important for this. And uh, there's only been one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine players. Out of the 78 that have had 60-point games, nine players that have ever done it in um, 31 shots or less. Wow. <laughs> Very efficient. Extremely efficient game for him. Didn't even t- It didn't take a lot of threes either from him. Um, but coming up, let's talk about how the Mavericks won this game because that was almost crazier than Luka <laughs> getting 16, <laughs> getting like a stat line that no one's ever had before. So we'll talk about how they did that coming up but before we do let me tell you about bet online it's the best place to check out the odds and lines inside and outside of sports i don't think you could have bet that luca was gonna have a 60 point triple double you can bet on the cowboys they're playing the titans on thursday 
What do you think? Guess the line on this one. Cowboys over the Titans. Titans at home. Cowboys by six and a half. Cowboys by ten. I always got to up it a little bit more for the Cowboys. I, I got to remember that. They always, it's, it's like Lakers. It's like the Lakers, right? They're, they're going to boost yeah. it just a little bit. Uh, you can check out all kinds of different stuff. They have yeah. NBA lines. They have uh, odds for who's going to win the championship. Did the Mavs odds to win the championship move up after this game? They did not. No, they're still under the, the Sixers. The Mavs are plus 3,300 to win the title. So you can take those odds right now today if you want to. Go check it out. They have other stuff besides basketball and football. College football, they have baseball, all that kind of stuff. Check it out. It's Bet Online where the game starts. All right, Isaac Harris, let's get into this game. The Mavericks had to go to overtime against this Knicks team where Jalen Brunson was out. He was a game time decision. He's had this sore hip that he's been dealing with, and he ended up being out. Where RJ Barrett got like a finger laceration. In the first minute and a half, he was out that of the game. Wild. He never came back. And you're like, wait, what happened? He's gone. I looked over at the guy next to me. I was like, wait, what happened to R.J. Barrett? R.J. Barrett is gone. And so it's just like, and then Julius Randle picked up three fouls in the first quarter. So it's just, you're just looking at this team going, all right, is the, are the Mavericks going to blow another game against teams that don't have their best player? And it almost was the case until a crazy, literally once-in-a-lifetime situation. Um, the Mavs just couldn't defend. All game, the Mavs no. just couldn't defend in any way. Um, it just, <coughs> like, the Knicks You gave up 121 <laughs> points to the New York Knicks. Without Randall or without uh, Brunson or Barrett. Yeah, I mean, it was just, I was getting so frustrated in this game before all the heroic stuff of, can somebody guard Quentin Grimes? Like, after a couple threes, you'd think that, Hey, can we not leave him open? I mean, literally a career high night for just across the board for him. Uh, he had 33 in the game, hit seven threes, was driving on him and everything. Body language was horrible. Yeah, from a, really you know, a lot of people during this game. Um, yeah, I don't even really want to talk about the first three quarters. <laughs> <laughs> they just sucked. I mean, it was bad. There was just there, Tim yeah. didn't have a good night. I mean, this, you know, Dwight Powell being a plus 10 is why you can't always trust, you know, plus minus them. <laughs> it's not everything. <laughs> there you go. Um, but their defense is a mess. They, could, they just couldn't defend. And we should mention still, Maxi Kleba is out. Dorian Finney Smith is out. Josh Green is out. Like, those are the th- Mavs three of their four best defenders. And so, yeah. le- like, losing those guys really hurts because then you're starting. You're starting Luca, Dinwiddie, Tim Hardaway, Christian Wood, and Dwight Powell. Those are all players that defense is not their strong suit. Tim Hardaway was guarding Julius Randle, or I don't even know if we should say guarding, but like matched up with Julius Randle. He was standing so. in front of Julius Randle when he had the ball a lot. But it's like, honestly, when I mean, I was watching LeBron just like go through him on Christmas Day, and I'm like, well, I guess what else does this kid have to do, right? Like, I mean, with Maxi, Dorian, all these guys are out. So it was tough to watch. I'm like, I'm going to be super pissed they lose to this team. But Lucas is like, hey, <laughs> I'm going to play the whole second half, and I got this. What I mean, what it came down to was the Knicks were the Knicks were just getting every three that they wanted. They only hit 16 of them, but early on they were hitting a ton. Like well, in the first half. Well, they, t- they took 50. 50. They, I think they averaged 34 a game. So, like, <laughs> this is kind of, you know, they were just hoisting up threes. But it's kind of like if you're a team like that, and you're missing your top two guys, I, I think that's, that's kind of like, yeah, you just like launch threes and hope that you get hot, and they kind of did a little bit. 
That and that's what that's what the Mavericks have not wanted to do, right? They they don't want teams to take as many threes. They're like they're eighth in the NBA right now and threes allowed, um, according to yeah. Cleaning the Glass. So they they don't want you to take threes. They're trying to avoid you taking shots at the rim, but they're they're average at that. And then they'll let you take as many mid range shots as you want. That's what their defense tries to make you do. And in this game, they were just completely off their off their defensive game, their scheme because of the, the personnel that they had to play in this game. And so then you get to the second half, and uh, defense is still a mess even through the third quarter, even through like even through the beginning of the fourth quarter. Uh, Lucas sat the very last couple seconds of the third quarter, comes out and starts the fourth quarter, and you're like, all right, let's get one last push here. And you get a couple of pretty good plays. Then you have it seven minutes in the fourth quarter that play with the incredible ball movement where they're swinging it around and Bullock gets the wide open corner three. The crowd like all stands up. You can just feel the roar of the crowd start rising. He misses the three and then just the the response from the crowd was one of the funniest that I've heard all year where it was just everyone's collective frustration with those kind of missed threes, especially from Reggie Bullock and just the frustration from everybody. You could hear the murmuring, the guys, like people being upset and all that. The place would have just exploded if he would have made that. And uh, then you get that stretch in the fourth quarter I mentioned before where the Knicks got five offensive rebounds in like 20 minutes or in two minutes. And you're just like, okay, well, they're just going to get every second chance opportunity. The Mavs are just going to bow out and then it's not going to work. And honestly, then Luka took over. Yeah. And, and you know the, I think there were a couple plays towards the end though. I, I think Christian Wood hit a massive three, and then he had a, that massive block, clutch block, yes, uh, in the corner of there. I thought that was huge for him. Um, Fourth you know, quarter, started, Dinwiddie had five, was five of six, had twelve points. Yeah, Dinwiddie was huge um, late in the game, but like they both struggled defensively. Like Dinwiddie mm-hmm. got blown past yeah. defensively different times. Christian Wood just getting pushed around by, you know, by Mitchell Robinson down low. First play of the game. First play of the game. It was like like a design post up for Mitchell Robinson, who's not a post up player. He's like they yeah. tried to add a little hook shot and stuff to his game recently, but he's not a guy that you just give him like dump the ball on the post down and he just go to work, go to work, Mitchell Robinson. But they did against Christian it. Wood. It was immediate foul, and I think even wasn't like the second play, like the, the, one of their. First couple of plays was, was the second play was him dunking, but the, yeah, the first was yeah. him getting fouled. But you know, Luca got blown past on the perimeter one time by Grimes, and then he's like yelling at Tim, and I'm like, <laughs> dude, you just got blown past. Like, so it was bad vibes, you know, for the first Terrible. part of the game. But man, they turned it up at the end. Dan Whitty, Christian Wood, Luca, all those guys, they st- they stuck with each other, and I thought that was really cool. Um, you know, as 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 happy as we were. You know, one of the uh, small small notes uh, coming walking to the presser. Uh, this <laughs> this uh, arena worker walked past this lady with a with a chair, and she's and she just says, "You know, you lose games. You can doesn't mean you can just throw chairs." I guess uh, Knicks are pretty pissed after this win. And uh, a player, some, uh, yeah, yeah, a player threw a chair, went full Bobby Knight. You you can't go full Bobby Knight on no no no. Well, it was in the tunnel, but. Uh, yeah, I don't know if he broke or whatever, but she was carrying the chair away, and then yeah, one of the other arena workers said something about That's it. So, so. funny, he threw a chair. <laughs> it was probably Brunson. <laughs> Poor Brunson, man. Brunson's like Poor yeah. Brunson. Stop. He got paid. He gets to go play for his dad. And, you know. No, no, no. I meant like in a funny way, but like, yeah, you know, Brunson. Uh, 
It's like, I'm going to get this win. I'm going to soak this win in in Dallas. I'm going to get this win then, on the bench in my blue hoodie and get the And now he's going to watch his all-time performance from Luca front row. You got front that. Front row Jamie. where Luca's chirping at him like every time down the like there was a foul that got called and Luca and Brunson literally had like a face-to-face conversation where Luca's staring at the bench and Brunson's looking up at him and they're like yelling back and forth at each other about the foul. Was it a foul? Was it not? Luca goes to the free throw line. I think he synced. He synced a tribute ball. video for you know JB. It was good. Good stuff. Um, I was wanting him to pan to Rick on the Rick Brunson on the sideline, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that was gonna happen. Uh yeah. So, so the Mavericks get the win in this one, and uh, and yeah. So so now they come down to to overtime. Luca takes over. Other than that, though. Uh, Dinwiddie, twenty-five points. This was gonna. This is. This had to have been a Dinwiddie game, I thought, because I don't. Th- I didn't think Christian Wood was gonna be able to get it done as much as uh, he has been. This wasn't gonna be like a thirty-point Christian Wood game because of Mitchell Robinson and Randall. Those are just not the type of players that he is really good against. But for Dinwiddie, none of the none of the like the guards on the Knicks can guard. So <laughs> you got to be able to. Yeah. You got to be able to take advantage of that. He had twenty-five, five assists, hit three threes. Went to the free throw line four times. He still can't get it. Jason Kidd, he did praise JaVale after the game for, you know, he sets the sets the entire game and he puts him in for this, like, rebound. And, I mean, he didn't do much on the rebound. He just, like, tapped He didn't even around. hit the you ball. Know, Christian Wood hit the it. ball. I went back and watched it again. I went back and watched all the, all the plays. And Christian Wood's the one that actually hits it. But then he starts overtime like, oh, you're playing with fire now, <laughs> Jason Kidd. Like he started overtime. <laughs> That's like, a, all right. That was a heat check from Jason Kidd. For, like, I know. For what? Like, I don't know what he's – but. Yeah, the Mavericks. No, it, they have yeah. to make these deci- like he has to make these decisions now with who to play, and you're like you're just running out. You can't like Luca played 47 minutes, Hardaway played 42, Christian Wood played 40 minutes. For everyone that's been asking for more Christian Wood minutes, you sure are getting you sure are getting them. <laughs> you are getting them. Yeah. I also want to give a, a shout out, tweet about this after the game, but um, of all games for our friend Jonathan Sharks, his son Jackson. And uh, his mom, Melissa, and the whole Charks family. Mm-hmm. This was Jax's first Mavs game. <laughs> and, uh, you know, just talk with them before the game. And, you know, they had Charks, you know, Mavs jerseys on, uh, had a Mavs ball. And it just, it was really cool um, just to see his little boy there. And as the game played on, I was like, you've got to be kidding me. Like, this is, <laughs> this is the first game. You know, She's like, they, should I take him home to like, <laughs> like put him to bed? Or like, I can't like leave. Um, and you know, so it, it was so cool. She sent me some pictures, you know, after the game and just, um, just what a cool first game for, for him and for the family. And, uh, I, I wish John was here selfishly in person, uh, Man. to enjoy it. But, uh, you know, John's enjoying that sucker up, up there and, uh, looking down on it's like Luca, you know, he's just shaking his head. And, uh, <laughs> so anyway, it was, uh, just want to, yeah, they're awesome. You tweeted out the pictures at at Isaac L. Harris on Twitter if you want to check them out. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, <laughs> what? A, I'm just going to keep like laughing probably for the rest of the night because what an insane game to look back at this stat line and just think of what Luca did. He also, by the way, had all five of his fouls in the fourth quarter in overtime. <laughs> he didn't foul at Some all. Some of those fouls court. were stupid. Some of the fouls this whole game were stupid. I was, I was – ready to be frustrated by some of the things that were called in this game, but yeah, it all worked out, I guess. Right. Bench points. Um, 
Knicks had 26, Dallas had nine. Well, when Oof. like half of your team is injured. <laughs> uh, what did you think about them playing? He played Kemba like five minutes. I think they're. I think it was all in the first half. I think they yeah. decided that they just didn't want to play Kemba. Frank only played six and a half minutes. That was all pretty much in the first half. He basically Kenley, just. Right? He basically has just been going to, you know, the the starters for the rest of the game and in, in, in second halves lately. Yeah, I think as Lucas is saying, hey, I'm not coming out, so I'm so going to stay like, in this he's thing. Like, well, I'm going to stick with my rotation then. He's so stuck. He's so stuck on that rotation. <laughs> yeah, I don't personally see why Frank's playing over Jaden Hardy right now if Hardy is healthy and available to my, play. But. My theory, I, we talked about this after the game, my theory is the back injury, is that it's just still not great, but yeah, I don't know. I, I don't understand yeah. why he would either. <laughs> uh, what, a, what a first game for A.J. Lawson to be in. <laughs> <to be, laughs> Like comes and sits on the bench and he gets signed and he's like, all right, two way. And I'm sitting on the bench and he warms up and then he goes and sits on the bench and is like, gets to watch history courtside yeah, seat. Like, huh. Remind me of like Ben Bentil at like Dirk's last <laughs> like games. So yeah. um, he's good. A side note. Also, it was really cool enjoying it on, uh, you know, I don't enjoy a lot of Twitter these days, but it was cool to see the NBA community come around like and celebrate Lucas big night. I haven't seen so many stars across the league tweet about yeah. Luca like that. Um, it was just really cool. I mean, there's there's so many stars. I mean, even from like Kevin Garnett to Demar Derozan to I mean, it's just there's just a ton of players. Like what Derozan? Did you say Derozan? <laughs> yeah, I was say I was trying to think of like a current one and then a, a retired. I mean, y'all are thinking of more right now, but it was just. And he's just player after player talking about I mean, Kevin Durant, talk about 2K cheat code and like my career numbers. And it, it was just really cool. You know, we don't have, we don't get that much. <laughs> you know, it reminded me of like some vintage Dirk stuff or some of Dirk's last games, people tweeting about that. But it was really cool to, uh, to see that. Incredible. An incredible night from an incredible player. And you asked me, he's like, when will we ever be able to cover a 60 point game again? The guy's still 23. So, I don't know. It could happen again. The way NBA scoring is, it's easier than in Europe, apparently. So, he, I wouldn't doubt that he could do it again. By the way, last um, – over the numbers. Last three games for Luka Doncic, 47 points a game, 13 rebounds a game, 10 assists, 2.3 steals a game. Mavs he did was, make it a point Mavs, to say post-game. Mavs 3-0. That he had two steals and a block. <laughs> he was very proud about those. So, there you go. Guys, let us know in the comment section below what's the most incredible part about Luca's incredible game tonight. Thanks for making us your first listen. Go check out the Lockdown Sports Today podcast wherever you get your podcasts or on YouTube. Uh, and thank you to all 20,000 of you that have subscribed on YouTube. Uh, that is insane number because someone mentioned to me that's the ca- that's the capacity number for the American Airlines Center where the Mavericks play. When <laughs> we always joke about the sellout streak, and now we could sell out the the AAC with the amount of YouTube subscribers we have, that's which wild. is mind blowing. So, thank you to all of you guys. Thanks for listening to the Light on Maps. Peace out. Boom.